push so hard until my body got sick. And then the sickness would force me to slow down. My, one of my main mottos is work less, make more, have fun. I read probably eight books a month, so I could recommend a ton. <laughs> I had like an epiphany moment. It was epiphany, but then you mentioned it was three year long epiphany. I was crying on the floor one night and I was like, oh my God, what is the common denominator here? And, it, and I was like, it's me. I got to do something different. And so I started listening to podcasts, which is why I love podcasts so much because it's, you know, free information on the go. It's busy. People can multitask and listen and learn while they're doing other things. And I just started listening to a ton of podcasts and I started implementing what I was learning. I worked on my mindset a ton. So I really mm. started working on learning everything I could about, you know, energy and mindset and stress and relationships and money and entrepreneurship. And it was like mind blowing to me that you could actually really change your reality, your outer world from the inside. I decided, how do I, how do I get to that layer of mastery? And so I just dug so deep into that and started seeing big shifts for myself and the people that I got to work with. And I was like, oh, this is mm. awesome because most people live in a state of chronic fear and doubt and uncertainty and worry, which all cause stress. And it, it, you don't have to live that way. So mm -hmm. when I figured that out, I was like, oh, there's a roadmap to happiness and it's getting to do what you love and make money doing what you love. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you don't like what you're getting on the outside, you have to start working on what's within, you know, that you have mm -hmm. to make a decision to do something different, yeah. but then it takes time. I, that's the other thing. People give up way too soon. Procrastication. Oh, <laughs> so it was like, you know, this mix of like people, people get stuck in learning a ton and they mm. think they're doing something, but you got to implement. Now I have the tools to notice it much more quickly and then do something about it to shift. It's, it's a lifelong practice. There's no magic pill of like exercise is hands down for me. Absolutely. Essential. So to me, that is one of the best drugs there is. <laughs> so it's like keeping that constant saturation of of having good stuff in my brain. So, you know, most people just get really stuck in that fear, worry, doubt space because they're in the habit of doing it. So you've got to mm -hmm. retrain your brain in the direction for your success by being consistent and, and creating new neural pathways that lead you toward, you know, flow state. It's not something that just happens to you. <laughs> you always start with your energy. So feelings, uh, people like to avoid how they feel and they like to push away their feelings and instead you want to use those as a feedback system so you'll know you're in alignment if you're in a state of joy and gratitude and love and inspiration like you'll be like oh awesome i'm aligned kind of comfortably numb and just going like yeah things are okay i want people to live an inspired life where they're like yes i wake up in the morning and, you know and there's no reason that that's not possible for everybody uh, let's uh start and i will start with a quick introduction okay. welcome uh, this is uh, love my stress podcast my name is tuoms and i'm here with uh, amanda and i will let her introduce herself awesome thanks so much for having me it's wonderful to be here uh my name is dr amanda barrientes and my business is nfa money and i love 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 to help coaches and online entrepreneurs make more money with less stress and more ease and more fun and more flow so i work with people helping them reduce their money blocks and get their energy their mindset and their business habits aligned to help them accelerate their business growth yeah, sounds uh, really, really amazing and sounds like you're 
in pretty good position. So before we continue, I would love to get us on the same page. You said that um, you help people to get rid of their money blocks and have less stress. What do you really mean by stress? Could you define it for me, for us? Yeah, actually, it's a, it's a great question. Um, you know, that's an interesting one to answer. I would say stress is anytime you're carrying energy that worries you, <laughs> like stress and worry are very related. And a mm -hmm. lot of it is, you know, coming from that mindset place of either regrets from the past or focusing mm -hmm. on the future and really worrying about things that haven't happened yet. So I always tell people worrying is like praying for trouble to come your way. And, you know, when you have that habit going, it causes a lot of stress. And, you know, I think stress can be, there's a zone of stress that can actually be really useful. And then there's too much stress where you're in distress and it's, it limits your potential because mm. it takes up a lot of energy and space and emotional, you know, just causes tension. And so that it causes people to break down over time, you know, chronic stress is a huge, I mean, it's a killer that people really struggle with. Mm. So you mentioned about uh, there's this uh, nice sweet spot for the stress. Is it the flow you're referring to? Yeah, you know, it is flow. And actually, I learned this. I wish I could remember where I learned this, but I was in I was taking some workshop and they were talking about eustress. So it's spelled mm -hmm. E-U and then S-T-R-E-S-S. -S. Most people haven't heard of it, but that's really the sweet Me spot where you have just enough stress that you're moving forward and growing, but you don't have so much that you're burning out and feeling depleted over time. So uh, Dr. John Martini always says, I love this quote, he says, um, optimal growth occurs at the border of challenge and support. And you could equally say optimal growth occurs at the border of just enough stress and and not you know like two soft comfort zones in life you know so most people struggle with not having they either struggle with not having enough stress where it's like they're not pushing forward because they're so comfortable or they have so much stress that they burn out and give up and so that sweet spot is where you're like oh i'm getting challenged every day and i feel good with my challenges i'm growing i'm learning i'm i'm you know, having that optimal growth state and it's a use stress space. So that's what is helpful to get people to into that state so that they can flow and have things unblocked and just feels easier. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And until recently, until I started uh, talking with other people like you, I didn't really know that there's this thing called use stress. I knew, I knew that uh, there's this sweet spot, there's this flow and, but the term itself, uh, I admit it's not very popular and yeah uh, not many people actually use it. it's kind of like a niche of people that knows uh, what it actually means but yeah yeah i think maybe we could rename it like sweet spot stress <laughs> you know it really mm. is that's what it is it's like it is a sweet spot yeah I love that, the you term know. sweet spot stress right? it's, it's a bit like, more I'm... it's it, more relatable than you stress totally yeah yeah, and I, I mean, I used to be chronically stressed out, like working hard all the time and struggling and scared. And it was awful. It's it's not a great place to live. You know, you feel it, it leads to burnout and, and overload and breakdowns. And for me, it was like a lot of emotional, like I would push so hard until my body got sick and then the sickness would force me to slow down. And, mm -hmm. and then I just kept that cycle going for a lot of my life until the last few years. Oh, that's really nice to hear.
And would you like to tell us about uh, what really changed and just share your story about uh, what was that thing that uh, made you to enjoy your life a bit more and have that sweet spot more in your life than the other way around? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, I had like an epiphany moment where for me, all of my business adventures started when I was um, breaking down myself. You know, it was like I was on the floor crying one night and I had ended my 15 year marriage having an affair and my next relationship not working out well at all and lots of tumultuous stuff going on. And then my ex-husband lost his job. So I have three kids. And so I was in grad school, three kids, didn't know where I was gonna live, didn't have enough money to feed my kids. So I had to go on food stamps and my life was just kind of falling apart in those ways. Mm -hmm. And I was crying on the floor one night and I was like, oh my God, what is the common denominator here? And, it, and I was like, it's me, I gotta do something different. And so I started listening to podcasts, which is why I love podcasts so much because it's, you know, free information on the go. It's busy. People can multitask and listen and learn while they're doing other things. And I just started listening to a ton of podcasts and I started implementing what I was learning. And I noticed that it was working and that also everybody who I was listening to was some sort of a coach type person. And I was like, hmm, maybe this is for me. And so I decided at the end of my graduate school, instead of going the academic route, I decided to go into coaching. And in my first year, I built a six figure business. So I went, you know, in that three year period, it was like when I had that crying on the floor moment all the way to mm -hmm. the first year of my business. I worked on my mindset a ton. So I really mm. started working on learning everything I could about, you know, energy and mindset and stress and relationships and money and entrepreneurship. And it was like mind blowing to me that you could actually really change your reality, your outer world from the inside. And so I just dug so deep into that and started seeing big shifts for myself and the people that I got to work with. And I was like, oh, this mm. is awesome. Because most people live in a state of, chronic fear and doubt and uncertainty and worry, which all cause stress and it, it, you don't have to live that way. So mm -hmm. when I figured that out, I was like, oh, there's a roadmap to happiness and it's getting to do what you love and make money doing what you love. You know, that's like the, the golden formula. <laughs> so if you had to describe this roadmap in a couple of words, what would that be for you? The first step is learn to become a master of yourself. So I always tell people your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you don't like what you're getting on the outside, you have to start working on what's within. So anytime that you're getting results that you don't like, you got to look within and go like, what do I need to change? What do I need to, how do I see this differently? Um, how can I learn how to deal with my stress in new ways? Um, how can I learn skills that are going to help me be more fine-tuned for, you know, like personal growth and development? And it's interesting how we, we say we want all these things and we work really, really hard for them. And the last thing a lot of people work on is themselves. And you're the center of all of it in your reality, right? So it's like mm -hmm. fascinating to me how people forget that and how easy, you know, we're not taught these things in school. So I think it's really important to know like, oh, if I want to have a life I love, I got to start working on myself. So that was really where it started for me. And, and that's where I start everybody. Yeah, it's like I said at one point that uh, 
it was epiphany, but now that you mentioned it, it was three year long epiphany. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. It, it was really, it's like that critical moment, you know, that you have to make a decision to do something different, yeah. but then it takes time. I, that's the other thing. People give up way too soon. You know, they go like, oh, I'm not getting overnight results. And so they give up. And then two years down the road, they're like in the same place or even maybe worse off. And so you got to start somewhere. So it just starts with that critical decision of like, I got to do something different and start taking action and steps in that direction. And you can change your, your outcomes really quickly, actually, when you make that decision and take action. Yeah, the action and implementation part is the key here as well. Yes. I noticed that as well. I was struggling with that uh, for a long time, uh, just uh, consuming information and not really applying that much. And, yeah. Uh, that was one of the things I've noticed as well. So you were, you went straight into it and one, I started listening podcasts and implementing. So like, like hand in hand. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that, uh, that aspect of it as well. Yeah, totally. You know, it's funny. Um, I heard this term. I was like, Oh, it's so great. It, someone called it, uh, pro procrastication <laughs> so it was like you know this mix of like people people get stuck in learning a ton and they mm. think they're doing something but you got to implement you know like I always say knowledge in action is power not just knowledge is power you got to put it into action or it's not mm. really doing your, you any good that's certainly true how about uh, yeah I was curious because you said you uh, before going further with your education how did you get to the doctor's title um, so I have a PhD in sociology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, you know, in that program I did, I worked with incarcerated men. So I did a dissertation and wrote research. And I did life history interviews with incarcerated men to understand mm -hmm. their stories of transformation. So the guys that I got to do interviews with, they had spent on average 18 years incarcerated and were mm -hmm. in gangs and then, and, and then they were in this transitional program to go back into the community. And I really wanted to understand, you know, what causes people to change. And it was, it was wild research, like really hard emotionally and so informative and amazing to watch people who are in what most would say were maybe the worst positions had the most trauma of anyone you could ever imagine. And still were like, I made a decision to change and they got results and started to really dramatically change their lives. So it was, it was very cool to see. Mm. The second key I noticed that you stress the decision part as well. So yeah. also key, key to the, um, your journey to the flow, flow like stress uh, relationships. How would you describe your relationship with stress uh, right now? You know, I would say when I feel myself getting out of balance because of stress, I, I can shift much more quickly than I used to. So it's not that I don't get stressed, you know, and it's not that sometimes I don't feel overwhelmed. It's just that now I have the tools to notice it much more quickly and then do something about it to shift. So, you know, I don't think anyone lives in a world where you're not going to have any stress. That's just not realistic <laughs> or have too much stress or sometimes like a lot on your plate or things like that. So for me, I just am very conscious of strategies to get balanced. And I do certain things, you know, on a very rhythmical daily basis that I know work for me to keep me in that flow state. Um, and when I notice myself getting, you know, a little on the end of like too much stress, then I, I shift. And if I notice myself getting a little too comfortable, I shift. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's, 
it's a daily practice. You know, it's, it's a lifelong practice. There's no magic pill of like, oh, I'm going to do this and you know, never experience stress again. It's just, it's consciousness. Yeah. I was curious, what are those uh, tools and daily practices that work the best for you? Because each, for each person, it's a bit different. So what is it for yeah. you? Exercise is hands down for me, absolutely essential. Like I, if I can do even just if my energy's off 20 minutes of something physical helps me move a lot of energy. So to me, that is one of the best drugs there is <laughs> like exercise just changes my brain chemistry. It helps me feel good and alive and awake. And this, it releases so much. I get great ideas when I'm working out, you know, so exercise is huge. Um, I journal most days. I meditate most days and I listen to something personal growth and development related every single day, often many multiple times a day. So it's like keeping that constant saturation of, of having good stuff in my brain helps me direct and stay focused on what I want instead of any fears or worries or doubts. So, you know, most people just get really stuck in that fear, worry, doubt space because they're in the habit of doing it. So you've got to mm -hmm. retrain your brain in the direction for your success by being consistent and, and creating new neural pathways that lead you toward, you know, flow state. It's not something that just happens to you. <laughs> you actually got to train yourself in that direction. So those are the things that I do very consistently and those shift my energy fast and, and or just get me aligned every day in the morning what do you mean by that aligned um i think of alignment as when your thoughts your decisions and your actions are in tune with with what you say you want to create so mm -hmm. i always think about you know i i have a term called competing commitments where you feel like you're battling against yourself because you say you want something, but you aren't creating it. So that means that somewhere there's misalignment in your system. Mm -hmm. So it could be in your beliefs, your thoughts, your actions. Usually it's your belief system and 95% of us is unconscious. So if 95% of you thinks I can't do this, I'm too scared. What if I fail? What if people think I'm a fool? I'm an imposter. Like, I don't know what to do next, but then only 5% of you is like, oh, I'm gonna you know, do exactly what I say I wanna do. Then you've got this competing commitment that's battling against itself. And the 95% of your unconscious is always gonna win. And so you gotta start mm. learning how to bring that to your conscious awareness so you can shift it faster. And how do you do it in a practice? How does the alignment uh, work for you? always start with your energy. So feelings, uh, people like to avoid how they feel and they like to push away their feelings. And instead you want to use those as a feedback system. So you'll know you're in alignment if you're in a state of joy and gratitude and love and inspiration. Like you'll be like, oh, awesome. I'm aligned. If you feel anything other than those things, you're out of alignment. And so, you know, what you're doing is finding practices that work for you to have you get into a state of joy every day. And of course, you know, because work is such a big deal in people's lives, you want to make sure you're doing things you love. Otherwise you just feel kind of like you're in a prison, you know, it's like, Oh, great. I created a business or a job that I hate. And mm. I get up in the morning and my first thought is, Oh no, I can't stand what I have to do today. You're going to feel pretty crappy and that's stressful. And so, you know, to, to start shifting, you want to start doing some things that are fun and joyful for you, where you feel yourself elevated and then your energy shifts and your thoughts start to follow and your actions start to follow and you attract new opportunities your way that are more aligned for you than, you know, creating a, 
you know, I call it a shit storm <laughs> when it's like just nonstop stuff coming your way that you don't like. It's it's the energy keeps attracting that to you when you're in that state. So you got to be conscious to start shifting it in a new direction and just take one step every day do something you enjoy. The next day, do a couple things you enjoy and you'll notice things start to shift. Mm. I was just wondering because people mostly, especially those who work in, um, they have a um, tendency towards experiencing more of the too much stress. Yeah. And not a lot of people talk about uh, the other side of the coin uh, about not enough stress. How yeah. is it about you? Yeah, that's a, it's, it's great. It's such an interesting topic. I think what gets people really, sometimes stress, like in that really stressed state can push people in a direction to shift. Like when I was in survival mode on food stamps, I was terrified. And I was like, I got to push hard to get out of this situation. And actually the stress was a pretty intense motivator, you know, and it, and it worked. It just was chronic and that's not a great state to be in for a long time. I call the other side, the curse of the comfort zone, because people who are too comfortable often don't want to take action in a new direction. And so that, that lack of stress actually causes them to just stay in comfort zone. And they're like, okay, it's the people you ask. They're like, I'm fine life is fine. Things are okay. Like you're not uncomfortable enough to shift in a new direction. And so sometimes I think of that as a curse, you know, you could live mm. your whole life kind of comfortably numb and just going like, yeah, things are okay. I want people to live an inspired life where they're like, yes, I wake up in the morning and my life feels good and happy and fun and flowing and fulfilling and awesome. You know, and there's no reason that that's not possible for everybody. I completely agree with that. And, um, these days, which uh, side of the, the spectrum you, when you start getting out of alignment, which, which is more likely to happen? Not enough or too much? Too much, for sure, too, too much. much. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost never live in comfort zone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I, yeah, that's not my, my, you know, some people they need, they, they live exactly like you're saying on the spectrum, they'll like live in comfort zone or they'll live in like chronic stress. I would definitely, mm -hmm. my history has been tending more toward the chronic stress side for sure. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. It's a more like a habit. You said it's a, also the keeping yourself into flow. It's a habit. You have to keep on doing lifelong journey. And yeah. uh, I was just curious, how long you've been uh, living like this? So how much? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say, you know, when I had that breakthrough on that day, I was crying. That was in 2016. So, mm -hmm. you know, it took me some time to shift a new direction. And I would say in the last year of my business. So this is currently at the time of this recording, it's 2021. And in mm -hmm. 2020, I decided I want to learn the art and science of manifestation. And I really dug deep into like energy work and quantum physics and metaphysics and starting to understand like how, what, you know, like, how do I, how do I get to that layer of mastery? And that really helped me shift a lot of things because I realized you don't have to work so hard to make money. You can actually attract opportunities your way. I still am in action and I still, you know, put in hours and time. It just doesn't feel nearly as stressful. And I, you know, my, my, one of my main mottos is work less, make more 
have fun. And so every year in my business, I make more money and I work less and it's way more fun because I'm aligned, you know, and instead of thinking like mm -hmm. I got to work hard all the time. And I used to not work, you know, I used to work every weekend and at night. And now it's like, no, I have more boundaries around things and I, mm -hmm. and I feel good and my money increases. So I've just learned a lot about de-stressing and, and not having stress be the motivator. So I was wondering, uh, because you have been, uh, and you still do uh, consume a lot of uh, content, which would be your like uh, most uh, inspiring uh, people to recommend uh, people? Like maybe, so maybe, st maybe start with uh, something that could uh, make anyone started, like uh, what would kickstart the process for someone? And then uh, some of your favorites, so people like, okay, these are the good ones to, maybe I haven't heard about him. And I see Young behind you there as well. Oh yeah, I love Carl Jung. My favorite quote of all time, and I align my whole business from this quote is, he says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And so, you know, that's all of my work is surrounding that, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, let's get conscious of the things that are unconsciously driving us so that then we get to choose our fate instead of pretend that it's outside circumstances that are creating and dictating your life. So yes, Carl Jung, huge fan. Um, you know, when I started this journey, a book that I rec highly recommend is called The Big Leap. It's by Gay mm -hmm. Hendricks, and he talks about the zone of genius. So another thing that my whole business is built around is helping people step into their zone of genius and break through that. He, he doesn't call it the comfort zone. He calls it the uh, zone of incompetence and the zone of mm -hmm. competence and then the zone mm -hmm. of excellence and then the zone of genius. And so you can live in all of these other places, but to get to your zone of genius, you know, it's, it's a powerful shift. And so it's really, he doesn't use the term competing commitments. He calls it the ulp, the upper limit problem before you break through. So that book was super transformational in, in my work and in uh, personal mastery and, you know, mm -hmm. like per progress toward personal mastery. So that's a really, really powerful one. Um, I mean, I could, I read, I read probably eight books a month, so I could recommend a ton. <laughs> I love reading and learning and, um, Let's see, money mindset wise, um, T. Harvecker's book, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, awesome mm -hmm. read, like so, so good. I've read that many times and the, the tips and tools that he gives in there are super transformational if you're struggling in the money world mm -hmm. um, to help you and, and mindset, you know, it's like, it's always mindset. So mindset and energetic alignment is the core. So reading those, that book was very transformational as well. You, do you want me to keep going? Because I could. Yeah, you <laughs> could keep on going stuff. because we have yeah. like about uh, two minutes left. Yeah. And uh, yeah. there's only I mean, two more things uh, I would love to ask you uh, yeah. to round things up. Uh, so you can continue uh, naming a couple more books uh, yeah. or podcasts, uh, maybe some podcasts or just some uh, other resources. And then uh, round it up with the one takeaway, one thing you would love people to remember, or maybe like a mantra to remind themselves daily. Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, podcasts, of course, I got to plug my own Max Potential Money. I, I bring in all of the things that I've been talking about. So Max mm. Potential Money is awesome. Um, and then, you know, podcast wise, I listen to a lot of marketing stuff lately. So mm -hmm. I've shifted a little bit away from like personal growth and development more to marketing. I think Russell Brunson's a brilliant business builder. Mm. So he has a podcast. I listen to um, Abraham Hicks uh, podcast. Love it. I mean, I, there's so many good ones. So those are, those are good ones. Practical. Um, Amy Porterfield is awesome for business building of online business development. Um, like online course development is Amy Porterfield. She's got a ton of good stuff. Um, one that probably less people know, there's this one called Project Me with Tiffany Carter. And mm -hmm. she was the first podcast I was ever interviewed on. And she's a rock star, like just really great money mindset stuff, business development. So all of those would be amazing for people to plug into and then you know i would say for takeaway is remembering always just if you live by what i said earlier if if you don't like what you're getting on the outside start working on what's within and if you just always remember my outer world's a reflection of my inner world what do i need to do to shift you know so start there it's that's life altering and then um you know the the mantra that's super fun is always like how can i work less make more have fun work less mm. make more have fun and then i am mantras are very powerful so a, a fun one is you know i am a genius and i apply my wisdom i am a money magnet everything i touch turns to gold i am mm. a solution machine i people love coming to work with me because I provide them with transformation. You know, you can just come mm -hmm. up with a whole bunch of fun ones. I actually do in my 30, my free mini course, I do a mantra every day for 30 days. So mm -hmm. there's a ton of good stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds amazing. And the very, very last question is, uh, who would you recommend for me to reach out as a next uh, guest for this podcast? Love your stress. Oh, that is a good question. Why for stress? Let's think about that. I don't, that's a good question. You caught me off guard there. I don't, I don't have a good answer for you, but I definitely will connect. I could connect you with lots of amazing people. Um, hmm. What's your subconscious say? That one. <laughs> I don't think, what, what's the first person yeah. name that comes up to your mind? Maybe not related completely to the stress. Maybe they still have lots of input to share. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Dr. John Martini is brilliant and you, he's an incredible, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know like how, how often he gets on whose shows, but incredible information. So anyone here should talk, follow Dr. John Martini. So at least yeah. I should try to reach out to him. Yes, definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he's been my main mentor and changed my life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. Amanda for your Absolutely. time and really great input and uh, have an awesome day thank, thank you thank you thanks for having me hello oh hey hey how's it going pretty good how about yeah, you? yeah. very well having a very very fulfilling day that's nice to see you always. Yes. How are and where are you in the world? In the reef. Ah, okay. Sometimes it takes a bit of a restart. Yeah, definitely. Let's see. I'm making sure my phone on air, airplane mode. I know it's amazing, right? That we can talk across the world and also sometimes it causes challenges. 
Yeah. So where are you calling it from? Uh, Colorado. Have you, have you, I didn't hear you said you're from where? I'm from Latvia originally, but I'm calling it from Tenerife, which is Canary Islands. Uh, it belongs okay. to Spain. You know where it okay. is? Yep, I had, I actually swam with a guy who came as a foreign exchange student from there in high nice. school. Yeah. Yeah, that's so wild. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's mm. amazing. So you, what, you're, you're at nighttime right now, like 9.30 or something? 8 30 8 yeah 8 30 okay yeah mm -hmm. wow you're a night owl <laughs> well it's just about sunset's going to be right now at the moment only yeah so it's still mm. quite bright you can see yeah oh wow beautiful but sun is about to set so nice it's gonna get dark pretty soon yeah do you do are you are you do you do youtube and podcast or just pod just audio youtube, YouTube uh, but if you don't, if you mind i could just uh take the out video i i'm good either way whatever works for you no, I just I, uh, I put it on youtube afterwards and then i um, at some point i will also start publishing them on a podcast uh, media but for the moment it's uh, only on youtube and later on i will just uh, upload it separately cool Nice, wonderful. Okay, so how long do you like to go for? It depends how the how much time you have and how the conversation flows. Okay, I so when I scheduled it, and I wanted to let you know this, I for some reason I it I don't know if where I saw, but I thought it said like ten minutes. I was like, that's fast, <laughs> but I did mm -hmm. schedule something for uh, the top of the hour. So I have right now, mm -hmm. I have twenty five minutes. If, okay. we, if you want to go longer, I, you know, we could reschedule, but I have until the top of the hour. Okay, then let's do what uh, the best we can do till top of the hour. Okay. And cool. um, see how it goes. Okay, wonderful. I'm ready whenever you are, unless there's anything you need me to know special. No, I just want to open up my cheat sheet with the default questions I usually have. Cool. Okay. It's uh, basically the same thing uh, from the survey you filled. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it looks like pretty amazing answers you gave. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. So hopefully I'll, we'll see what I say in this round. <laughs> yeah, you look like a person who's not stressed at all. So I uh, just, that, that, that part I felt like really amazing. Yeah. So yeah. push so hard until my body got sick and then the sickness would force me to slow down. My one of my main mottos is work less, make more, have fun. I read probably eight books a month, so I could recommend a ton. <laughs> I had like an epiphany moment. It was epiphany, but now then you mentioned it was three year long epiphany. <laughs> I was crying on the floor one night and I was like, oh my God, what is the common denominator here? And, it, and I was like, it's me. I got to do something different. And so I started listening to podcasts, which is why I love podcasts so much because it's, you know, free information on the go. It's busy. People can multitask and listen and learn while they're doing other things. And I just started listening to a ton of podcasts and I started implementing what I was learning. 
I worked on my mindset a ton. So I really mm. started working on learning everything I could about, you know, energy and mindset and stress and relationships and money and entrepreneurship. And it was like mind blowing to me that you could actually really change your reality, your outer world from the inside. See, I decided, how do I, how do I get to that layer of mastery? And so I just dug so deep into that and started seeing big shifts for myself and the people that I got to work with. And I was like, oh, this is mm. awesome. Because most people live in a state of chronic fear and doubt and uncertainty and worry, which all cause stress. And it, you don't have to live that way. So mm. when I figured that out, I was like, oh, there's a roadmap to happiness. And it's getting to do what you love and make money doing what you love. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you don't like what you're getting on the outside, you have to start working on what's within, you know, that you have mm. to make a decision to do something different, yeah. but then it takes time. I, that's the other thing. People give up way too soon. Procrastication. Oh, <laughs> so it was like, you know, this mix of like people, people get stuck in learning a ton and they mm. think they're doing something, but you got to implement. Now I have the tools to notice it much more quickly and then do something about it to shift. Um, and when I notice myself getting, you know, a little on the end of like too much stress, then I, I shift. And if I notice myself getting a little too comfortable, I shift. <laughs> so mm. it's, it's a daily practice. You know, it's, it's a lifelong practice. There's no magic pill of like, oh, I'm going to do this and you know, never experience stress again. It's just, it's consciousness. Exercise is hands down for me. Absolutely. Essential. So to me, that is one of the best drugs there is. <laughs> so it's like keeping that constant saturation of, of having good stuff in my brain helps me direct and stay focused on what I want instead of any fears or worries or doubts. So, you know, most people just get really stuck in that fear, worry, doubt space because they're in the habit of doing it. So you've got to mm -hmm. retrain your brain in the direction for your success by being consistent and, and creating new neural pathways that lead you toward, you know, flow state. It's not something that just happens to you, <laughs> a term called competing commitments where you feel like you're battling against yourself because you say you want something, but you aren't creating it. So that means that somewhere there's misalignment in your system. Mm -hmm. So it could be in your beliefs, your thoughts, your actions. Usually it's your belief system and 95% of us is unconscious. So always start with your energy. So feelings, uh, people like to avoid how they feel and they like to push away their feelings. And instead you want to use those as feedback system. So you'll know you're in alignment if you're in a state of joy and gratitude and love and inspiration. Like you'll be like, oh, awesome. I'm aligned. And so sometimes I think of that as a curse. You know, you could live mm. your whole life kind of comfortably numb and just going like, eh, things are okay. I want people to live an inspired life where they're like, yes, I wake up in the morning and my life feels good and happy and fun and flowing and fulfilling and awesome. You know, and there's no reason that that's not possible for everybody.